Hey folks, Tim Miller here from Real Security. And wow, am I excited about a new sub-series we're going to start uh, actually this week um, called After the Fight, Lessons Learned from Real Conflict. And folks, why am I doing this? Well, you know, during my 40 plus years in both the military and law enforcement, um, I've been involved and or investigated serious incidents where people lost their lives. As a use of force instructor at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center, we usually uh, watched a lot of the videos of officers under conflict, um, some performing very well, some not. Uh, most of that was because of their training and their constant mental, physical, and skillful development of things that would keep them alive. And that's where we want to go with this. Uh, it's not a surprise to any of us that violence is increasing and people are buying weapons and they're going through concealed carry classes, but perhaps they're not fully aware of what it would take to be in a crisis situation where they may have to take someone's lives. And so this series is going to be very quick. Uh, it's going to be under five minutes. We'll review an existing um, uh, occurrence that, that happened. Uh, somebody, you know, was hurt, robbed, whatever. And then we'll try to learn lessons from uh, those events. Um, and we're going to focus on four things. I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you right up front. It's, it's the four things. These four things are the things I think are the most important. And the first is that we fully understand the laws of your state. Folks, that's the quickest way to end up in jail um, is to not understand the laws of your state. In some laws, or I'm sorry, some states, you have a duty to retreat. In other states, you have stand your ground. Well, if you haven't done this already, if you've gone through your concealed carry class and you have not meticulously read the code for the state that you live in, you're making a big mistake because it's that code that will be used against you or for you. Uh, the other thing we're going to talk about is the facts that are happening right in front of you. In the cases of video, we'll see those facts. Folks, as a use of force instructor, I get very frustrated sometimes at what I hear on the Internet. I recently heard a shooting in Texas where a person reviewing it said, well, you have to be in fear for your life. Well, let me just put that myth to rest. Fear for your life does not give you the authority under the law to kill someone. If you're sitting in a parking lot and someone is rocking aggressively to your car, you may be in fear for your life, but you can't pull out a gun and shoot. That's why we train facts. And that's actually what the law says. Under Graham v. Connor in the Supreme Court case, that is used for all law enforcement officers. It's the facts that matter. And training our mind to see those facts. Facts like he, she pulled a weapon. He, she said they were going to kill me. They pointed the weapon in my direction. Those facts are what's going to make the difference between jail or not. And we're going to walk you through how to view those facts, how to look for those facts. The other thing you got to be sure of is your skill and ability. I had a friend come to me, a very sweet, precious lady in her 50s, and she said, hey, I got a gun. I'm keeping it in my purse. And I thought, oh, my. Wow. 
That's interesting because, folks, here's the reality. Uh, pro basketball players don't become pro players by playing basketball once a year or several times a year. They practice regularly. And we're going to get into the importance of practice, not just on the range, but in dry fire. We're going to talk about that because you got to know your skills and your abilities. But then you also have to know in your heart, and this decision is perhaps the most important, are you willing to take a life? Because, folks, the worst thing that can happen in a crisis situation where people are about to be or already dying is for another gun to come out, but you don't have the ability or desire to use that weapon. And now you've introduced another weapon into the situation. So that's what me and our team, uh, we're going to do. We're going to talk about these incidents. We're going to put them out there regularly, and I hope it's beneficial to you. Um, we're in this, folks, because we have to be. Our country's going in a direction where people like you need to own your own security. You can no longer sit back and hope the police make it in time. It's happening too frequently. And again, those of you who know us and know how we train, I don't train on fear. I don't think fear is helpful. I do train on wisdom and preparation. And I hope that's helpful for you. So I look forward to hanging out with you. Um, I think these are going to be pretty regularly and we'll have different members of our team, but I'll be spearheading it uh, initially. And uh, I hope it's helpful and serves you well as you join a lot of other Americans around this country in learning how to protect yourself and also to stand for the things that you believe in. So I hope it helps. Stay safe out there and we'll be talking again soon. God bless.